This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And he was ready to jump back in here yesterday. So want to thank... We haven't talked to him since college football season. Was it before the SEC championship or was it before the national championship game? I think the national championship last game we talked with him. Well, we want to welcome Chris Mahler back to the show. Uh, uh, Saturday's down south, buddy. We will get into your stand-up career in a minute. But your thoughts when you heard the new, you know, the statements that came out of Nick the other day. Yeah, so uh, it's also good, good to hear from you guys again. Uh, I hope you all have been doing well. I, I think that the thing with Saban, this is going to shock you, um, but I think what he was saying may have been taken completely out of context and then overreacted and just run amok on uh, on social media like like uh, you know kind of like always. But you know, I, I think he there was a couple things he said that surprised me because it it did seem like a like a reach, like what he said about Jackson State and what he said about Dion. That stuff is isn't anything that I think we have evidence on. Um, so I thought that was a bit of a reach and, and he probably should have, you know, um, kept his mouth shut on that one. But the thing about A&M and what has blown me away about this is it, everything he presented was the current and potential issues that we're having with NIL. And, and, and me saying issues doesn't mean that's a complaint. It's just the issues that this, you know, very, very new system presents. And I think that is something people got confused about because, you know, Texas A&M, is not, they've never signed a number one class. They've, they've never signed anything close to what they signed. It was the, the best recruiting class of all time. And all of a sudden, it's, it happens in the same year as NIL. Of, of course, of course there was some money that was probably spent on, the, on those recruits. Let's say that, folks. Hey, look, we've been waiting to hear from this guy, Chris Marler. Uh, and, and once again, he is social. Great to have him back here. You can always find him on Twitter at Vern Funquist, at Vern Funquist, talking anything SEC. And that's the thing you mentioned because we did have a school in the conference uh, not so many years ago who all of a sudden had this wonderful recruiting class and some people blew whistles and things happened. And of course, we're talking about Ole Miss. Uh, but, right. but, but Texas A&M, I mentioned people earlier, I don't know what they won. I mean, they've been a good program, they've never been a national championship program. But they're trying to get to that point. But I, I just think this is the beginning of the end for Saban. And that's what I think. You know, you wonder how the great ones leave. We just saw how Mike Krzyzewski left. And it's because there were things that he could not control. You know, not, not being able to control NIL, not being able to control transfer portal. Coach Krzyzewski said, you know what? I got my money. I'm going to sit on the porch. And I think Saban is setting up the same thing, Chris, if he doesn't have Alabama back in Atlanta in December, I think he's gone. So, um, I, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a hot take. Um, <laughs> I, 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 said a lot, I think 
I think what he ends up doing is, is going on a revenge tour and going, you know, 14-1, 15-0. The only team in the country that really worries me about Bama is, is Ohio State. But um, I, so, and again, I, I guess this is just like the where I am not following along, um, I guess, with the, kind of the reactions and the perception because everything Saban said was just stuff that we're all seeing with our own eyes, right? Like, like there are collectives in place, and that's basically just – the same as boosters giving money to to players and buying athletes, like, and all of that's legal right now because Mark Emmert and the NCAA have screwed this up for six years. They had, they had six years to prepare themselves for this and did nothing. So all of this is, is now you know it's the wild wild west, and there are issues with it because there's no regulations on it, right? I, I guess I it it, it surprises actually it doesn't surprise me, but um, it never ceases to amaze me. I guess that. Whatever comes out of Satan's mouth is usually going to be taken either the worst way possible, um, or I don't say taken out of context, but really, really stretched. And you brought up the uh, the NIL thing and, and him not getting control of it and, and the transfer portal. Bama had 28 players that that were given NIL. I think they had the first quarterback over a million dollars with Bryce Young. That was before the season started, and then he's dominated the transfer portal. Uh, this offseason, he, 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 he had the gall to mention the word parody. Yeah. So, again, um, yeah, that's fair. I mean, I, I think that he wasn't talking about like the the parody that like we used to have. I think he was saying more along the lines of like having an even playing field with the same amount of rules yeah. in place for everyone. Like, if you if you read the full if you read the full quote. What he said was, he goes, we need parity and we need to have universal things across the board for things like, you know, medical stuff and, and, and things off the field. But it was yet another thing that was taken out of context. Spending time on the WayForIt.com hotline this morning with Chris Marler, Saturdays Down South. Um, great to always catch up with him. I got this, though. The SEC got out on this. The conference releases a statement on this. If he's doing this, if this is a beef with somebody in the Big Ten, or somebody, you know, in the, in the ACC, he's, he's got a beef with, with, with Dabo, or somebody out west is one thing. How much of this is really bad for the conference to have these two conference coaches putting their dirty laundry out there, basically putting on a dog and pony show? How bad is this for the SEC? And to what point does that turn off the guy who can't afford a ticket to come to a game and say, well, hey, these two millionaires. So at, at what point is this bad for the conference? Yeah, so I, I don't. I think if you're if you're Greg Stanky and you're the commissioner, you're, you're sitting here and it's May. It was what May 18th, May 19th. You've got the PGA Championship. You've got uh, the you know Stanley Cup playoffs. You've got NBA, the NBA, uh, NBA playoffs, and everyone in the country was talking about Nick Saban and Jimbo Fisher. Um, I, I don't think it's really going to be damaging. It was very awkward and very weird, and I was I was shocked to see how mad Jimbo was. Um, and just, you know, like a public breakup, uh, you know, from like being like lifelong friends. Um, but, you know, again, and, and there's definitely like Saban should not have addressed Jackson State. He shouldn't have said anything about Dion. He shouldn't have said anything about texting him by name. Um, you know, err on the side of caution in case there's people, you know, there's, there's cameras rolling. Totally, totally get that. He was in the wrong for that. But the response from Jimbo was a press like, con- a, fr- a I mean, press conference. It's called a press conference. I love it. He's like, I can't believe we have to be here. I, it's unbelievable <laughs> we have to be here. It's like, well, you called the meeting, dude. This, this is on you. And so when he when he got up there, I just it was, I was dying laughing at the irony of all this because 
Nick Saban pointed out, in my opinion, what is most likely a factual statement about Texas A&M. I feel like it's the worst kept secret in SEC recruiting, maybe college recruiting. I mean, you sign eight five stars, of course they're paid for that class. That being said, when when he says all this, um, and like Saban didn't make any negative accusations at him. He brought up the NIL stuff when then Jimbo spent the entire press conference making these snide comments like, by the way, you want to talk about cheating? Like, and, and then the weird part is both of them are denying things that they're not going to get in trouble for. There's zero doubt in my mind that Alabama has probably paid for several players uh, during the next Saban era. That all? And, and, yeah, just, just a handful. <laughs> um, but at the same time, and I'm obviously kidding when I say that, um, I, I mean, you'd be crazy not to think that. But it's so weird to see how these two old men just getting, like, dug in and entrenched in this, like, I, I, you know what? No, I never did that. And it's, you're literally – you're free of any kind of guilt or blame. <sighs> Chris, Chris Mahler <laughs> joining Sam and Greg Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. All right, I got to jump in here. All this conversation you guys are having, that's all well and fine. But this is a clear-cut case of post hoc air girl – let me say it right – Post hoc ergo propter hoc. Anybody? Anybody? Post ergo, post ergo propter hoc. After it, therefore, because of it. What you saw from Jimbo was because of what Nick Saban did. And he started this whole fire because he put their name in his mouth. Yes, it's the best kept secret, but nobody's actually said it out loud before. Now when he says it out loud. Everyone said it out loud. Well, not in the way he said it. I mean, he got up there. This dude was like Diana Ross in Central Park. The only thing was missing was a, was, was a fan blowing his hair back and his arms stretched out. He was feeling it during that, that, that press conference or whatever it was, that, that, that sit down with the gathering. Booster Club meeting. Yeah, yeah, wherever it was. But he was feeling himself. It wasn't Booster on. Club. Now, this was something. I think it was something about the, uh, the World Games or something that are coming. No, it's, it, was, it was a collection of about 30 or so of right. the, the highest um, paying donors and, and boosters at Alabama. I, I mean, and again, like, I, you know, I think we'll just probably agree to disagree on this because it, and he shouldn't have said it, right? Right, that's it. But that's this it. is, like, I, I don't think – Fisher, Jimbo Fisher's done this before, right? And, and if you've ever seen him, like, look back at when he did FSU. Anytime Jimbo Fisher is, like, running out of, of real estate, in my opinion, or, or, like, doesn't really have a leg to stand on, he gets super, super defensive, and then overreacts to it. I mean, like, you look at his track record at FSU, like, like when he left there, the whole place is still in shambles, for one. Um, but his reaction, I don't, I just, I'll tell you what, it's the whole thing about, you know, I, I, I don't mind confrontation, and then, like, in the next breath saying how, like, yeah, he tried to call me, I didn't pick it up, we're done forever. Like, yeah. I, I just, I think there's, both of them could have done a better job. I mean, like, I'm 36, right? Like, I, I just, and, and I'm, I'm still barely an adult. Both of these are both of these men are grown ass adult men that are leading hundreds of kids, and I guess that's that's probably the, the biggest. Uh, I don't know. It, it just that was probably the biggest shortcoming out of all of this, um, and also Jimbo saying the word despicable eighty seven times. Yeah, I know, but you know what they say about money? It, it shows who you really are once you get it. But getting back to this, why this all started, and the conversation that happened afterwards, it is because he put name to this. As you said, worst kept secret. But having said that, we we can go back and forth about you know his response and so on and so forth. 
I think at the end of the day, one of the other big issues is that whether Saban is is getting ready to exit in a year or so if he doesn't get to the SEC championship or what happens as we've watched these all-time coaches exit stage left. Whatever the problem is, everybody knows that the NCAA is the body that has to fix it, and they know they can't. There was a reach out to Congress about this. And, you know, it's been six months into the, into the NILs, and Congress said, hey, we can't do nothing about this. This is y'all, which means it's back on the doorstep of the NCAA. And you talk about a puzzle that's just been falling apart over the last few years. You don't want to rely on them if you're one of those programs that feel like, hey, I can't wrap my arms around this like a Texas or a Florida or an Ohio State can do because I'm little old Alabama, which sounds funny coming out of a guy with seven rings. But that's what he's doing. He sat there at that meeting, right, Sam, and yeah. asked his boosters or donors or whatever, I need more money to compete with these dudes. And he didn't bring up Florida. He didn't bring up Georgia. He didn't bring up Ohio State. I mean, the inference was, I'm, you know, it's David and Goliath when you talk about Alabama versus Texas A&M. Not Texas. Texas A&M. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, again, I, I would probably disagree with that just because of the fact that, like, and, I mean, by the way, like, this isn't, he's not the only person that's brought this up. Kirby Smart has said basically the same exact thing the following day. Lane Kiffin has been very vocal about it. Um, and, and I guess like the weird part of how contentious it got was no one, no, no part of this, and it, the word illegal never came out of Satan's mouth. Like, it, like if, it, if I said something about like, you know what, I, and I was late today because I hit a pothole. Like, that's not me complaining about somebody not fixing the roads or whatever. It's just like, hey, this is what happened, and this is the end result of it. I, I, I think that people are kind of blowing the thing that they've said out of proportion in terms of, like, him challenging A&M because I, I just – I don't – just from being around that program, I, and I know they lost A&M last year, I don't think there's that much venom in, in, uh, in that rivalry where there's, like, there's a need to do something like this. Again, he should not have ever had Jackson State or Dion like come out of his mouth. But well, that's just fear. That's that's the plant seeds of fear with your followers, right? I, I just I, I think that um, I, again, like I'm not surprised at how um, at the reaction. I guess because anything Saban says is always going to be polarizing, right? Yeah. Um, but but again. That whole meeting wasn't based off of, hey, I need more money. Like, whoa, is me. It's not David versus Goliath. Saban's doing very well. Like, the whole thing about him (laughs) complaining, let's just take a step back and and do some inventory. He's played for six national championships in seven years. He just had the second-ranked recruiting class, like, in a down year. He's returning the Heisman Trophy winner, and the other one is the best player in college football on the defensive side of the ball. Like, he's – I don't – think he's got a lot to complain about i think i think he might be uh misunderstanding the the, the tone of, or the context of what he's trying to say do you agree do you wh- well oh, i guess but, as, but, 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 but before you let you go we gotta, gotta let you go quickly though they get to these meetings down in destin does sankey pull them to in the principal's office and what does he say to him we got just a few seconds i yeah i tell you what man that that, that is the weirdest part too because it's like with it it was so incredibly a and m to have their AD, like, you know, kind of you know, beat this chest and we're going to address this and do this press conference. And then, then like, two, two minutes later, they tattletale uh, to the commissioner. I, you know, it cracks me up, man. It, 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 it's it's like, you know, I don't know if it's two brothers because they're, they're very close. But, yeah, you got to throw more. the time out and just wait till October 8th. And I think that is going to be – like, this year's Alabama A&M game is 
everything that that 2019-2020 LSU-Alabama game was uh, for both sides. And I mean, like, the revenge factor from LSU and, and, and Coach O. This, this is going to be a very, very fun year. Is this a, and I'll is, tell you what. Tex, is it, it a college station or is it an Alabama? No, is it Tuscaloosa. Okay. It, yeah, it's in Tuscaloosa. But if Jimbo beats him again, I mean, then I can start seeing some of the uh, – some of the talk around and, and the wheels turning on uh, on him getting out of there. Chris, we're not done with you, man, but we're going to take a break for a while. Thank you for joining us today, but of course we will be reaching out to you as we get closer to kickoff. Sounds good, guys. All good one. Yeah, good. Always good catching up, Chris Waller. Yes, 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 yes. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 